and your weather for this Monday. Uh, first of all, there is a wind warning, and this was issued at 10 a.m. today, Eastern Daylight Saving Time, on Monday, the 29th of March. And it's for the period until midnight at Eastern Daylight Saving Time, Monday, the 29th of March. And strong wind warning for the following area, East Gippsland Coast, and a cancellation for the following area uh, for, the south, for the Central Gippsland Coast. And the next wind warning summary will be issued by 4.40pm today, Eastern Daylight Saving Time, Monday the 29th of March. And again, you can check up on all things weather-related at the Bureau of Meteorology website at www.boam.gov.au forward slash vic. And now, top temperatures for the region as you go about your day-to-day. Where should you be top temperature-wise? Well, Latrobe Valley, Traub and Maui all expecting 20 degrees. Sale, 21 degrees. Jordan, Lee and Gatha and Warrigal, 19 degrees. Wilson's Promontory, 16 degrees. Mount Borbore, 9 degrees. Over in the east, Bensar, 21 degrees. Orbos Lakes Entrance, Malakuta expecting 19 degrees. And Omeo should be reaching 20 degrees. As a reminder, it is time to hear an interview I played a few weeks ago with Roy Arnold from the Royal Exchange Hotel Cork Club, the group that are responsible for raising much-needed funds for the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal. And with the appeal itself in its 90th year, and with collections able to take take um, take place this year because last year with COVID, through a bit of a spanner in the works, um, well, thereafter, volunteers to help collecting at various collecting points around around the around the Latrobe Valley, Trogan, Mall, around those areas like that. And um, so a good timely reminder is to hear that interview again. Roy Arnold from the Royal Exchange Hotel Cork Club in Trogan. And you'll hear him put the plea out for volunteers if you've got nothing to do this uh, Thursday, the 1st of April, and Good Friday, the 2nd of April. Roy Arnold, welcome to this. Uh, welcome. Welcome, man. <laughs> Hi, Alan. How are you? Yeah, very well, very well. Uh, so, we, we look back to last year. You couldn't have couldn't have uh, very much activity regarding collecting uh, funds for the Children's Hospital. Um, to this year, you can probably do a bit more. They say third time's a charm, so next year should be should, should go ahead all right. <laughs> well, well, hopefully by the time we get to next year, we'll be a lot more happening. But um, yeah. yeah, last year obviously we it was fairly devastating. We couldn't uh, run our craft market. We couldn't run our family fun day. We couldn't collect um, at the roadside collecting, like chasing a tin like we normally do. So all of those things severely impacted last year. Yeah. The, Good Friday, the Good Friday Appeal introduced a, a virtual tin shake where yeah. people could go online and donate. And, and, and how, how, how did that go? We raised a couple of thousand dollars um, from that. So we'd already had some events leading up to that sort of period before Good Friday. Luckily, we'd had the Latrobe Valley Street Machinists had had their street eats and food trucks show in February before the COVID stuff really hit. So yeah. we had some money from that and the market had run for that so we ended up with 
um, somewhere around about nineteen thousand dollars for the appeal last year, mm-hmm. which which is a significant drop from our normal fifty five yeah. sixty thousand sort of thing. But but that was everywhere. That was everywhere, really. Oh, look, it, yeah, it yeah. was, and look, it was really good of the um, the state government to to chip in and and help the appeal and get it to that eighteen million dollars in in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully this year will be a little bit better. Um, yeah, well, well, be well, struggle, yeah. well, let's uh, do a compare to from last year to this year. You said there could be a little bit more um, when we we're talking before I started recording. You said there could be a little bit more happen, but not too much more. But uh, let, let's compare it last year to this year. Okay, so so last year, obviously, uh, so we still can't run out. We're still unable to run our um, craft markets in the yeah. way that we'd like to run them. Obviously, with the the restrictions and the procedures and things that we would have to follow it's not worthwhile us being able to run them in terms of extra extra that it would cost us plus or especially is extra volunteers to, to man to man them and check people in and check people out all that sort of stuff so um, plus also a lot of storeholders um, that we would have come from other areas like Melbourne and stuff and so they're obviously a little bit reluctant so it's not worth us running the market as we would normally run it. Yeah. Um, obviously, a similar situation with our family fun day. We were not um, not able to run that because of the things that we would need to do to, to, to run it, and it yeah. would become not a viable. And at the end of the day, we you know we want to make some money for the Royal Children's Hospital. We don't want to be don't want to be losing we money. Wanna, no. We don't want to be losing money or breaking even because that's not the, the, the purpose of, 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 of what we're trying to do. Um, However, this year we will be able to do our roadside collecting. Yep. So normally, normally we would do that at traffic lights, but um, over recent years there's a lot more heavy traffic that comes through the area now, um, and especially at that time of the year it's got busier and, and busier. More so perhaps this year because last year you actually people weren't travelling much anyway last year. Yeah, definitely. Um, and look, the, the police um, have, have indicated to us that the risk is too great now to have collectors at the traffic lights um, in Tarragon, um, mm-hmm. which is which is look, which it's unfortunate, but I understand their thinking. And at the end of the day, safety to our volunteers is paramount to mm-hmm. us. That's that's the main thing. Um, that's that's our big focus. So, but this year we've been we've had a few places along the highway that have, have um, offered to, to let us collect at their point. So if people are heading through Terrelgan this year, if they call into either of the two McDonald's in Terrelgan, yeah. or if they call in at the BP Terrelgan East um, and fill up, or they call in at the Woolworths Petrol, or yeah. even at the Royal Exchange Hotel in Terrelgan, yeah. those places there will be people to collect donations. Um, this year we've also got an added bonus for those that don't carry coins, and a lot of people nowadays aren't carrying money. We've got um, thanks to last year. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a little. We've got these little square readers where people can do a tap and go, so they can make a donation yeah. um, via a card, and we can have a, a receipt issued to them as well, so they can use that for their um, tax, their tax yeah. purposes. So yep. Uh, we'll be doing that. So, yeah, any of those four or five places along the highway on the Thursday and Friday leading into Good Friday. Uh, we've also got um, the virtual tin shake again. So, if people jump onto our webpage on uh, Facebook, yep. there will be there will be a link there where people can donate um, to the call club for the Royal Children's Hospital yep. Good Friday appeal, um, and also. 
this year they've also given us a little QR code. So we've we've started to put that out on our little collection um, tins that are out in stores, and we'll also put that up on our Facebook pages where where people can scan and make a donation to the core club for the Good Friday account as well. Well, I'd be happy to have that, if it was possible, to have that yep. on the um, Facebook page for the uh, Gippsland Showcase um, podcast Facebook page. Yeah, we can certainly do that. We'll, yep. We can share that with you, and people are quite happy for people to share that. And, yep. the more, you know, if we get people that are donating to to the Good Friday appeal from, you know, out of the area or interstate or overseas even, why not? Yeah, because this being the, this being the first day of the um, podcast, um, the I guess um, that's the idea to go outside the region and promote Gippsland for you know it's what whatever's happening, whether it be news or you know. So and look, the Good Friday appeal has a very very loyal base of donators. Oh, definitely yeah. we. One of the things, um, I did a, a, an interview recently with somebody from the um, Royal Children's Hospital, which they, they're going to, uh, they talk to a few of the area managers around the state, yeah. um, and there'll be little pieces on um, probably Facebook and maybe a little bit on the TV. But one of the things that I said is that a lot of the people that volunteer for us have people that have either been in the hospital when they were a child, or they've had a family member or a friend that was there yeah. as a child. And this is their way of giving back, and, and I think you'll find that not just volunteers, but people that donate or buy a raffle ticket, a lot of them do that because they've been in the hospital when they were mm. a child, because they know somebody that was there, either a family member or a friend. And I think that's people's way of giving back and supporting this world-class facility that we have exactly. in our local area, really. Yeah, we, exactly, and it's been going on for 90 years, 90 years the yeah. 90th anniversary of the Appeal, so let's so, hope um, they can make a day of it in Melbourne this year, but we don't we don't know, of course. But um, yeah. Look, I think people will still be out collecting. Um, look, one of the things that you'll find that, that we've been very much an adaptable group over the years. When we first started back in the seventies, not that I was there then, but when the others started, in are the you 1970s, sure about that? <laughs> they would have um, dinner dances. They would do car rallies. They would do yeah. little record attempts. You know, we used to have like a little mini lotto, six from 16 type game. You know, nowadays, obviously, it's things like the craft market, the Sunday. Uh, we still do some raffles um, at Easter and Christmas. Um, we can now, people can now donate online. Yeah. That's just with our group. And obviously, the appeal itself has been very much adaptable where, you know, nowadays they'll do things like they have a house that they auction and they have... Um, you know the mm. contest to the to the mystery flights, and there's a whole raft of events that are now geared to raising money for the, for the Good Friday Appeal. So I think people are, are very adaptable, and like us, with not being able to collect the traffic lights this year, we, we've we've got some other little places where we can collect, and I think people will find ways to adapt, and and groups will find ways to adapt, and and raise money in a different way than what they would they would normally do and yeah. that's, that's something that we've done I guess over the 48 years or so that the core club has been in existence and the appeal itself has been going for, for 90 years and so you know they've obviously adapted the way that they ran I think originally they ran a, like a sports carnival yeah. so you know it's, it's, it's adapted and changed and I think that's the beauty of it is that it's been willing to adapt and change and people um 
Yeah. All right. Well, before you go, I want to talk about recruitment for volunteers. Obviously, you're happy for people to help out. Um, what can people do, and uh, what are the like cut-off times to actually get you? You know, you need to get your volunteers sorted and everything. So, look, we are only a small group. There's probably yeah. about a dozen of us that are involved through the whole year. Yeah. Um, we obviously rely on people to help us at, at events like. Um, collecting the roadside collecting, we're, we're looking for volunteers. We're also looking for people that are happy to join in and be involved throughout the year if they if, if they've got mm-hmm. a few hours to spare. Um, but if, if people want to help us um, collecting and shaking a tin, if they jump onto our Facebook page, mm-hmm. there will be a link there where people can um, log in and uh, or click on the link. Sorry, click on the link and and designate a time that they can help for an hour or a couple of hours or yep. three or four hours um, on the Thursday or the Friday. So if they jump on there or if, they, if they're struggling with that and they want to help, just put, just put a little message on our Facebook page and um, we'll be happy to contact them. And, and would you take so, would you take recruitment that right up to the last minute, would you? Definitely. Yep. 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 Like yep. the sooner people jump on and, and that the better, it would give us a better idea of where we're at, but... You know, yep, right up to right up till the Friday if people help out. Just just jump on and, and send us a message or click on the link and um, nominate a time that they can help. Alright, well, um, the original idea of airing this uh, interview now is to sort of give you time to get make sure you can get start getting volunteers in. But what I'll do I'll also replay this on the Monday before Good Friday. Yep. And um, hopefully encourage a few people last minute that um, that want to get out there and help you. I think Good Friday is the 2nd of April this year. Good Friday is the 2nd of April? Yep, yep. So you start collecting, um, well, you, you start collecting earlier, but sort of getting out there on, on the 1st of April. Yep, so we'll be collecting, so on the roadside collecting, we'll be collecting on the 1st and the 2nd of, so th- Thursday the 1st of April and the 2nd of April, Good Friday. Yep. But if people want to, people want to help out beforehand, um, by all means, jump onto our Facebook page and click on the links, and, yep. and they can donate that way as well. I think this year might be the first Easter I'm actually not going anywhere, so I might actually venture, venture in and actually uh, go on that Facebook link and uh, have a look myself. Yes, yeah, so we've got coming very soon. We'll have the virtual tin again for this year. Yeah. Um, and there'll be I'll, I'll put that up on our Facebook page as soon as I get that, and we'll get that out there to people as well. And we'll also put up that. QR code so people can scan it as well. Yeah. Alright, well, I wish you all the best with it. It sounds like you can do a little bit better this year, but um, it, 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 what can I say? Challenging times are all ahead, and as I said, next year, third time's a charm, so. That's it. We'll get, we get, better, we'll get better every year. Definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you will. Okay, well, Roy, thanks for your time, and uh, wish you all the best with it. No worries. Thank you, Alan, for having us, and um, good luck with the with the podcast, and um, hopefully you get lots of uh, listeners, and um, hopefully we get lots of money for the Good Friday bill. Yeah, thank Friday. you. Uh, just, one other, just one other thing before I go. Is the, are you having the... Um, I think I do... My mouth waters every year I read about it. The, uh, the, the, Palmer, the Palmer thing in the lead-up to it. Um, I'm not sure. That's normally something that's organised through um, for the Good Friday Bill. I haven't seen anything about that yet, but normally they do the um, $2 from every Palmer in the week leading up to Good Friday is, is donated. 
Um, I would assume that they would be doing that again. I don't think there was much dining in it at this time last year. I think it was only <laughs> no, takeaway. Yeah. I, I, I would see that they would be, but I do yeah. know that the I know, I know that the Royal Exchange um, on Good Friday donate a dollar from every meal, not just a parliament, but every yeah. meal that they have on Good Friday, they donate a dollar to the uh, the court club for the Good Friday deal. So oh. if you're not doing anything on Good Friday, drop into the Royal Exchange in Taralgon on the Princess Highway and get some, yourself a meal. Get some, golden, goes, yeah. get, get some golden fish and chips. That's it. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, thanks very much for your time, Roy. No worries. Thanks, Alan. Yeah, Roy Arnold there from the Royal Exchange Hotel Court Club. Uh, talking about their fundraising efforts in honour of the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday Appeal and as you mentioned now the appeal itself is now in its 90th year and just to recap on a couple of things he mentioned uh, the virtual tin shake which I had last year that is now available and there is a link for that if you search on the Royal Exchange Hotel Cook Club Facebook page. You can find that link to the uh, virtual tin shake, and it is also up on the uh, the Gippsland Showcase podcast Facebook page as well. And also, uh, he mentioned well, due to um, due to uh, thanks to last year, we, that's what we talked about. Um, the added bonus of square readers for cards if people don't have cash to donate, and there will be a receipt issued at the roadside collection points. And he also mentioned about QR codes to donate and there will be a link made available on the Royal Exchange Hotel Club Facebook page again and as soon as I get that link I'll also put it on the Gippsland Showcase Facebook page as well. And he said looking for volunteers throughout the year if you'd like to join the Cook Club itself I'd be happy to uh, take on a, if you've got a little bit of time spare to volunteer throughout the year and also there's a link if you want to volunteer on the day if you click on the link for the Royal Exchange Hotel Court Club Good Friday Appeal link uh, to take, designate a couple of hours to help on the day to help collect the various roadside points as as, as he said not collecting at traffic lights because the police have just advised him it's just not uh, possible due to danger concerns uh, because the road the traffic is just getting busier and my expectation is that it will get busy this year because last day so people couldn't travel much and so expecting a few travelers this Easter and also, if you've got nothing to do on Good Friday night, get along to the Royal Exchange Hotel and they will be donating a dollar from every meal uh, towards the uh, Good Friday Appeal as well. And as we mentioned, the Good Friday Appeal itself is now in its 90th year. 90th year, hard to believe. The time uh, I wasn't around 90 years ago, but... Um, yeah, it's just hard to believe it's uh, 90 years ago. So let's hope the big um, day in Melbourne does go ahead and they can do a fair bit of collecting throughout the day in Melbourne for the Royal Children's Hospital. A very, very worthy cause and annual tradition every Good Friday. Time for some brief news headlines and there are calls from the state government to urge people to stay close to home to commemorate Anzac Day this year. This has led to Gippsland East MP Tim Bull to request clearer guidelines about how local RSL sub-branches can proceed. 
Mr. Wall, who is also the Shadow Veterans Minister, understands extra funding has been provided for COVID safe adjustments, but see details are still lacking. Drivers are showing a little complacency when walking away from their parked vehicles. Police in the East Gippsland Wellingshires are issuing warning about thefts from vehicles which are on the rise at the moment. They say 9 out of 10 thefts reported to them are from vehicles left unlocked in the street, carport and front yards. A new survey found Victorians are displaying greater enthusiasm than the rest of the nation to take a trip and get away this Easter. Gippsland is one of the more popular destinations. Research commissioned by What If found 37% of Victorians are planning an Easter holiday. Many Victorians are heading to parts of Gippsland as well as the Great Ocean Road and Melbourne, with strong interest in places like Wangaratta, Ballarat and Mansfield are also shown. Two rowers from Gippsland Grammar School have won gold at the Australian Rowing Championship in Tasmania. Year 11 students Lindsay Hamilton and Billy Osborne led all the way from start to finish, but it was the four second lead in the first 1,000 metres of the under 19 men's double that gave them the Tim Hawkins Memorial Trophy. Checking out a couple of events that are happening at the moment. Uh, first of all, this weekend, the Easter weekend, Sunday the 4th of April from 10am to 5pm, it's the return of the Omeo Rodeo. It's on at 80 Billiton Street, Omeo. It is a ticketed event and you can purchase tickets at www.eventbrite.com.au and search the Omeo Rodeo once you are in the Eventbrite site. Tickets are available now. This is an all-weather event. It will run rain, hail or shine. All COVID safe requirements will apply no matter the weather. Please do not attend this event if you're feeling unwell or have any COVID-19 symptoms. Once again, it's on Sunday the 4th of April, 10am to 5pm. And of course, an event which I've been speaking about quite regularly at the moment because it's currently on, it's on for around seven weeks and it's in its third year, the Gippsland Sculpture Exhibition. And it's a good one to bring to your attention, especially with this long weekend coming up for Easter. Uh, now in its third year, the Gippsland Sculpture Exhibition has become a major event on the Gippsland Arts calendar, attracting thousands of visitors to the township of Inar. Over 80 sculptures will be exhibited along Main Street Inar and outside and the inside rather, ARC Gallery. The exhibition is presented over seven weeks, highlighting sculptural works from established and renowned artists and emerging talent which sculptures are with sculptures aligning Main Street in R. An indoor exhibition is also on, on display inside the ARC Gallery. And the program includes a range of activities with artists, free workshops, sculpture demonstrations for the public, artists talk, uh, tours of venues, plus local musicians. Now it did start on Sunday the 21st of March at 1pm and will keep running until, uh, what do we say, uh, the 9th of May, uh, 9th of May at 4pm. And further information can be obtained from Nicole Allen during business hours on 0416 or you can view the website by searching for Gippsand Sculpture Exhibition.
I'm Alan Gray, that's all I have time for on today's edition of Gibson Showcase Podcast for Monday the 29th of March 2021. Don't forget you can hear this daily podcast all over again with previous days. Make sure you search and like the Gippsland Showcase podcast page on Facebook. And speaking of the Facebook page, you would have heard me mention quite a bit about an event on last Sunday, Race the Rabina. Well, there are lots of photos on the Gippsland Showcase podcast Facebook page uh, displaying highlights of the event, plus a video of all the runners running off from the uh, start line to race the Rabina along the port of sale. So, yeah, get along there, check that out, and amongst other things that are on the uh, Gippsland Showcase podcast Facebook page as well. Each day's podcast is also available on podcast platforms such as Spotify and Google. Perhaps your friends or family outside the Gippsland area are know of any former Gippsland residents who are no longer in the area that may like to keep up to date with what is going on throughout Gippsland regarding news, events, places of interest and peoples of interest. Make sure you let them know how they can access this daily podcast. If you need to get in touch with me for anything, you can by sending a message to the Gippsland Showcase Podcast Facebook page or email Podcast at gmail.com. That's Podcast at gmail.com. You can also email me to subscribe free of charge to this podcast as well.